Uh, hey there, and welcome to another episode of Women's Retirement Radio. I'm your host, Russ Thornton. And uh, as I record this, it's the week of April 13th, and we're still in the midst of the quarantine and shelter in place uh, order as a uh, response to the coronavirus epidemic. Uh, I hope you and your loved ones, family and friends are all safe. Uh, and, um, you know, I think everyone is kind of adjusting to a new reality at the moment. So uh, I hope, hope you're doing well. And if you have any questions or there's anything that I can help out with, please get in touch and let me know. Today, I want to talk about the idea of working on retirement planning together, or what I have come to call collaborative retirement management. Um, I actually initially called it um, collaborative retirement scenario management, but uh, for a variety of reasons, which I've written about in the past, I have shortened it to uh, collaborative retirement management, which has a, a nice uh, a nice abbreviation as CRM. Um, so when I talk about collaborative retirement management, what am I talking about exactly? Well, from my perspective, I like to think that um, my approach to financial planning and retirement planning advice is different um, and arguably better than much of the traditional advice mechanisms and platforms and uh, professionals um, in the marketplace today. Um, one of the fundamental beliefs I have is that um, we work together. Uh, I work together with my client in a partnership. It's, it's collaborative. We uh, work as peers. So I'm not looking for a client that I can um, dump a lot of the responsibility. Um, and, and frankly, the biggest part of the role of managing and planning for their retirement um, on the client. That, uh, that's something that should be uh, shared um, equally um, over time. And, and clearly there'll be times when um, I as the advisor might need the client to become a little bit more involved or engaged and vice versa. There are times when I'll be doing a lot more of the uh, heavy lifting perhaps behind the scenes. But um, as an example, uh, I know many advisors um, that I've encountered will uh, often start the relationship by sending um, a potential client or a new client a questionnaire or an online form to fill out and uh, expect the client to pull all that information together, um, organize, understand, interpret uh, the information and share it with the advisor in a manner that the advisor can then take and uh, deliver advice, start building a financial plan, whatever the case may be. Um, and frankly, I, I think that's I don't think that's the best way to go about it. I think that um, I think the real opportunity uh, in financial planning is getting to know each other and having a thorough understanding of not just the dollars and cents and the numbers and the quantitative information, but the real opportunity is understanding the qualitative information. And that can involve things like values and goals and priorities, um, understanding your relationships, um, what's important to you, what makes you tick. Um, things you've experienced in the past that uh, color or impact your decisions today um, across a variety of things that are either directly related to money or um, indirectly related to money. Um, so that's one example, but I, I think that from the outset and on an ongoing basis, 
the opportunity to truly deliver personalized financial and retirement planning uh, advice, at least from my perspective, is done in partnership where we are mutually engaged in the dialogue, the conversations, and the process. And speaking of process, I've, I've written about this before. I've said this before. I'll inevitably say it again, but um, financial planning, retirement planning done right is a process. It's not a one-time event uh, where you spend a lot of time and energy and effort and sometimes money to create this plan and then put it on a shelf or in a drawer or in a filing cabinet for one or two or three years and revisit it again. Um, a financial plan is merely a snapshot in time. Uh, think of it as a photograph. Um, it, it's basically uh, memorializing what we know um, today um, and, and, and frankly what we um, aspire to today but that can change as quickly as um, minutes or hours from now, certainly days, weeks, and months as they pass, things will change. Uh, things will change in your personal life, your professional life, with your family, your friends, uh, with the markets, with the economy, with uh, potential global pandemics going on around the world, um, which I, I think very few of us would have uh, foreseen just a few short months ago. So um, I want to underline the idea that collaborative retirement management is an ongoing process. It's not a, um, it's not a product. It's not a one-time event. It's not something you do and, um, and you're done. It's something that you embark on. It's a journey. And um, whether it's me or another uh, advisor or professional or trusted friend, um, I think there's a lot of value in having someone that will go on that journey with you to serve as a sounding board and help you make more informed um, and smarter decisions as you face um, forks in the road or decisions or have to evaluate trade-offs between doing A versus B or B versus C uh, or whatever that may look like. And so, um, again, to, to back up, collaborative retirement management is about working together in partnership it's about um, having a collaborative mindset um, where open, honest, and ongoing communication and dialogue is paramount. Um, it's about embracing the idea that it is an ongoing process. It's not a one-time event. It's not something we, uh, it's not a one and done kind of deal. It's something where we're um, engaging in an ongoing process and frankly something that if done right will continue for the rest of your life. Um, and given that it's an ongoing process, I think that you need to approach it with a very um, flexible mindset or um, uh, kind of flexible demeanor, meaning that um, because of the fact that we're going to be reviewing and regularly updating and discussing and bringing your plan up to date, um, that also indicates that um, not only are we going to experience changes around us, but we'll experience changes internally. So our values likely won't change a lot, if at all, but your goals certainly will and your priorities may. Um, you might have very different priorities uh, if you're age 53 and at the peak of your earning years and retirement is still several years off versus your priorities if you're um, 61 and you plan to retire next year. Um, you might have very different priorities if your um, youngest child um, 
just graduated high school and is now going to uh, their freshman year in college. Um, and you um, and or your spouse are now empty nesters. Uh, your priorities may be very different in that scenario versus uh, if your um, oldest child, let's say, is having their second grandchild and you want to think about how you can include uh, your grandchildren's education planning uh, in the scope of your financial plan, if that's something that's important to you. Um, and I could list several other examples, but those are a couple that um, hopefully illustrate the idea that your priorities uh, and maybe goals um, can and, and probably should change uh, over time. One of the elements of collaborative retirement management that, that I enjoy most, and frankly, that I think my clients find the most valuable is the ability to um, look at different scenarios to answer questions. So a client might have worked with me and we originally said, all right, the plan is to retire at age 60. Um, and, um, and, and maybe that's five years out. So the client's 55 today, they want to retire at age 60, but two years go by, they're 57 and they're like, you know, I don't know if I can make it to 60. What, happened if, what would happen if I retired um, next year at age 58? Or conversely, what would happen if I was willing to work to 62 or longer? Um, what does that afford me in terms of either being able to reduce my savings now because I'm working longer or uh, potentially spending more in retirement or looking at other potential trade-offs or um, things that a deferred retirement date might, uh, might buy in, in the context of a financial plan? Um, so having the ability to look at these scenarios to help you evaluate things around retirement or taking care of your family or looking at a second home or planning a, a travel budget or even, uh, even entertaining a career change. Um, you can look at, uh, if, if you're talking about maybe going to a, a competitor or to um, uh, or getting a promotion at your current company, we could look, we can plug in things like, um, you know, different income levels, which might uh, impact your ability to save. There might be stock options and other um, exec executive comp compensation benefits involved. We can put all those into a planning scenario and see how that stacks up relative to your, um, your current plan. Um, and we can also talk about some of the um, non-financial components, like would you be expected to travel more or work longer hours? Um, are you going to be more likely to bring work home with you to make sure that projects get um, get finished on time? Um, so I think it really opens the um, dialogue even more broadly to explore what's important to you, your values, goals, and priorities at the outset of the planning engagement. But as we inevitably encounter decision points or um, forks in the road along the way where you either, either you're faced with a decision or you want to just simply evaluate a decision. Um, you know, what if we um, rented a home in Florida for two or three months um, out of the year while I'm still working, if you have the ability to work remotely or, um, you know, anything under the sun that you can imagine. So um, another important element of collaborative retirement management in my mind is the ability to uh, explore and evaluate different scenarios um, and answer questions that you might have. And finally, I'd summarize by saying it's really all about striking a balance. It's about being well prepared for an uncertain future while still making sure that you're living and enjoying your life today and each step uh, along the way of your life's journey. So um, 
I have found that collaborative retirement management really summarizes what I do well, um, and it highlights some of the things I most enjoy and appreciate about my work with clients like you. If you have questions about it, please feel welcome to get in touch. I'd be happy to discuss or answer any questions you may have. Um, and, um, and until next time, um, this has been Women's Retirement Radio, and we've been talking about collaborative retirement management. Some quick disclosure language. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of return are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. I'm a financial advisor, a certified divorce financial analyst, and an investment advisor representative of Wealthcare Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor based in Richmond, Virginia. The views discussed in this podcast are my own and may not be consistent with or represent those of Wealthcare Capital Management.